trust the movement I negate the chaos Uplift the negative I'll show up at the table Again and again Welcome to Grassroot Ohio Conversations with everyday people Working on important issues Here in Columbus and all around Ohio I'm Carolyn Harding And today I'm talking with Jen Mendoza And Drew Dealman Both activists in Cincinnati Working with Stand.Earth on the campaign to expose Procter & Gamble's use of endangered boreal forest wood to make toilet paper. Jen Mendoza is a Cincinnati-based organizer. She was the lead organizer in the Stop Wage Theft legislative campaign, winning an ordinance in the city of Cincinnati. She has also worked on campaigns to stop nuclear bailouts, coal-fired plant production, and to enact stricter regulations on injection wells in Ohio. She spent six months in Standing Rock as an orientation facilitator and a cook during the DAPL, or Dakota Access Pipeline, resistance, and is now working on the forest defense campaign with Stand.Earth and the NRDC in Cincinnati, which aims to move Procter & Gamble to more sustainable sourcing practices. Drew Dealman is a UC, University of Cincinnati student, and an artist activist involved in several organizing projects on and off campus. A member of Socialist Alternative, Drew builds intersectional coalitions within Cincinnati-based movements. He has been a team member of the Cincinnati Affinity Group under Stand.Earth, supporting the lobbying and research efforts of the campaign. On December 5... Santa and, Ra and his reindeer protested in front of Procter & Gamble, Procter & Gamble's headquarters. And according to the Cincinnati Business Journal, quote, an environmental activist dressed as Santa Claus was arrested after he led others who were costumed as reindeer in a protest today that included delivering bags of coal to the Cincinnati headquarters of Procter & Gamble co Company. They let company executives know that they were number one on Santa's naughty list for destroying endangered forests like the boreal forest in Canada, home of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, to make Charmin toilet paper, stated the environmental advocacy group Stand.Earth, which organized the protest. And then only a week before, on November 24, your group was out in front of the Cincinnati Bengals Stadium with the... Uh, tiger mascot and an endangered caribou mascot handing out information about how P&G, an NFL sponsor, is conducting its business. Mm -hmm. So welcome you two, Jen and Drew, to Grassroot Ohio. Your protests are highly theatrical and getting attention. They're effective. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you are getting arrested because of Charmin toilet paper. Let's start with you, Jen. Um, yeah, so uh, we have uh, tons of, of research and data um, through the Natural Resources De Defense Council um, that have laid the foundation for the work that we're doing now, which is um, you know direct action organizing on the ground um, in Cincinnati because Procter & Gamble are headquartered in Cincinnati. Um, <clears throat> about six months ago... Um, we 
realized that we were at the point that we really needed to start putting pressure on, um, you know, this giant corporation who um, just has not uh, been responsive to the the science that has been provided to them through the Canadian government um, and and many environmental groups. Um, so we recognized uh, that, you know, uh, basically, um, direct action gets the goods. Um, and they have their annual shareholder meeting um, every October. Um, so we started planning around around that. And that was our, our first big uh, action. Um, so we sent people inside uh, to talk to the shareholders and confront the executives um, and a, a very mild uh, disruptance of that, that meeting uh, while there were about 100 people outside um, passing out literature and, um, you know, engaging the workers and the, and the shareholders and the general public. Um, you know, so a lot of it has just been on the ground um, educational work, um, but mobilizing people, uh, you know, around this this m momentum that we are seeing in this country right now um, and the recognition of the climate crisis that we're in, um, holding politicians accountable, but also giant corporations who are some of the worst uh, offenders. Um, <clears throat> and P&G, this isn't their first <laughs> um, uh, offense. Um they have been targeted by a lot of environmental groups in the past. And it is our responsibility um, with them being in our backyard to uh, continue to push them to be better. Uh, they make a lot of, of claims about their sustainability. Um, they make, <clears throat> they have a whole sustainability department. Um, their, their big platform of defense is that they plant a tree for every, every tree that, uh, every tree that they cut down. Um, so we have a lot of holes in, in that, um, you know, first of all, we know that the damage is already done, uh, once, uh, once they, they clear cut an area and, and by the way, you know, to back it up a little bit, um, what we're talking about is the, is the boreal forest in Canada. Um, a third of the fiber used to make charm or to make um, PNG's paper products come from that forest. Mm. Um, you know, there are a lot of things affected by this, uh, you know, primarily the, um, the indigenous community. So this is a case of environmental racism, as always. Um, uh, the indigenous communities who are affected, um, the wildlife affected, and, you know, of course, uh, the, the climate chaos that we're seeing right now. Um, so, uh, you know, this is the biggest carbon sink on the planet. Um, it's referred to often as the Amazon of the North. Mm -hmm. Um, and so once that damage is done, um, you can't, you can't go back. Um, um, but now there are new reports showing us, uh, that, you know, their, their defense, Procter & Gamble's defense, uh, that they plant their, their, they have this whole program of replanting. Um, that that's not even happening. Um, so the last 30 to 40 years of uh, their uh, replanting programs um, are, st are still, those, those trees are still not growing. Um, so our job is to, um, to shine a light on, on what's really happening with corporations like this. Um, and I think the campaign is really doing a good job of that. Thanks, and Drew. Tell us a little bit about 
how come you got involved in this and, and how you feel your work is making an impact? Sure thing. So <clears throat> I joined this campaign shortly before the uh, annual shareholders meeting that Jen was just talking about before that action. And, um, you know, I had just gotten back from uh, actually studying in Europe for about seven months. And I had, you know, taken that time of traveling by myself, actually, uh, as a moment of reflection and relating to what, how my actions and how I spend my time uh, are relating to my own value system. So when I came back, I realized that I had to get a little bit more involved in my community. And actually, that's when I joined Socialist Alternative. Um, which also has a branch here in Columbus, but um, obviously I'm part of the Cincinnati branch. And that's when I actually met Jen um, because various activist organizations in Cincinnati had a climate town hall around the same time as as the student um, strike, the global uh, climate strike. And so I met Jen there and she, you know, a classic Jen uh, (laughs) thing to say, who wants to get arrested? Uh, So um, I didn't, you know, I knew this time I'd probably not be up for arrest. However, I was intrigued by the uh, charisma and the energy that she had in this moment. So I hopped on board on the campaign and as I was reading more of the literature, saw how um, immediate this threat is and how like amazing that such a powerhouse, one of the largest consumer goods companies in the world, in our backyard, um, you know, it can be so important for the climate actions like this. So we all know that 70% of uh, carbon emissions are that globally are just produced by 100 corporations. Large companies like this with, what, a 70 billion annual income, they drive a lot of how our culture functions. So if we can start pushing larger companies like this from the ground up to start changing their ways, this is how we build power and build kind of cultural consciousness around um, green issues like this. So um, has your work um, had some impact? Have you gotten any inroads into with with Procter & Gamble about this kind of using this... um, endangered wood yeah i would i would like to um answer that in a in a in a way outside of the the power paradigms that we're used to talking about Mm -hmm. um you know this campaign like many campaigns uh like it um is is used to build a movement um you know and we're doing that in cincinnati Mm um you know there are are a lot of people who are hungry for justice, um, and we're we're cross pollinating with all of the groups who are working on, um, you know, immigration rights and uh, police brutality and anti war efforts and you know all of the people who get it um, from a, from an anti capitalist um, standpoint um, are already um, conscious of like of this emergency is state of emergency and and so this campaign is giving all of those people who are ready um to be plugged in that opportunity to um get on the ground with us um and so you know i i often talk about that with with um what happened at standing rock uh that you know people from the outside talk about you know the failure of standing rock um but having been there for six months um we see um 
you know, so many victories that came out of that and the and the movement um, being built out outside of just North Dakota or just pipelines or whatever. Um, so, you know, in that way, um, we're already we're already winning. Um, and, you know, the relationships and the coalition building that's happening um, is is pretty huge. We haven't had that in Cincinnati in a, in a long time. So um, we're really excited about that. Um, but as far as, um, you know, what we're seeing from Procter and Gamble, I mean, they're just doubling down on their, um, on their defense right now, you know, uh, until, you know, so the, this campaign, uh, was started by the Natural Resources Defense Council, um, <clears throat> almost two years ago. Uh, a lot of, a lot of that work was research and lobbying, um, and, uh, you know, Procter and Gamble and Domtar, who are at the other end of their chain of custody, the um, the logging company mm-hmm. in Canada, um, were just not taking us seriously, not taking the data seriously, nothing. Um, so when uh, we started getting a little bit more radical <laughs> and showing our faces um, in in their home turf, uh, they started picking up the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they were at the negotiating table, but honestly, uh, you know, what they, what they were willing to, um, compromise on was so weak that, you know, we, we've decided that we need to continue. Um, yeah. but they definitely feel the pressure. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons that, you know, we do arrestable actions, um, is because, you know, we know the media will pick it up and more people are reading about it. I mean, everywhere we go, we talk to people and they're like, oh, yeah, I know about this. You guys are so funny. And that's great. Like, it's such a good organizing tactic for us using, you know, at the at the uh, shareholder meeting, we had made toilet, the actual toilets. And like, we put them on rollers and rolled them out and had people like sitting on the toilet with recycled toilet paper, which mm-hmm. is, by the way, our solution. Um, you know, alternative mm-hmm. fibers like hemp, bamboo, or recycled. Um, so that paper. is your ask. Yes, yes. And um, and they have no interest in that because that seems to be, I mean, it seems like it wouldn't be that much of a cost difference. In fact, less of cost. What, Drew? Right, yeah. So this this has already, this has been surprising to me for the whole campaign, frankly, because, you know, there are other c- large consumer goods companies, maybe not as large as PNG, um, but Trader Good, uh, Trader Joe's, uh, Whole Foods, they both have their lines already of, they have their own lines of recycled toilet paper, 100% recycled toilet paper. Um, and it's been surprising to me that PNG could use this. You know, not all good things in the world are going to be profitable, but this is a true marketing opportunity that mm-hmm. they could really, really um capitalize, capitalize on, on. <laughs> ooh yeah to use some uh, some fun language there but uh you know and this you know the one statistic that i i have to look at is recycled toilet paper has like so much so many uh environmental benefits beyond just like avoiding destructive logging mm-hmm. um in addition to like avoiding this destructive logging you don't have to re you don't have to bleach recycled paper you know when you cut down a tree scrap it for pulp you have to bleach that. And that chemical bleaching process is incredibly destructive to environments, releasing chlorine into water supplies. And that's caused uh, irreversible damage in indigenous communities in Canada and around the world, wherever paper is made. But on top of that, making recycled toilet paper uses half the water and produces 40% less sulfur dioxide, one third less greenhouse gas, half the toxic air pollutants, 
and um, half the water of making a new toilet paper, which to me is astounding. Like that's the the cost even just based in using less water, you'd think they could make some kind of margin on. Maybe it's an issue of scalability. They have mentioned looking at like researching alternative fibers, but this technology already exists. If they wanted to transition, they could. Oh, yeah. This is um, Grassroot Ohio. I'm Carolyn Harding, and today I'm talking with Jen Mendoza and Drew Dealman. They're both activists in Cincinnati, Ohio, working um, really hard with a very interesting campaign um, to raise awareness about um, PNG's use of um, endangered boreal forest fiber for their Charmin or other toilet paper, or is it just Charmin? It's um, all of their paper. All of their paper. Tissue yeah. products. Bounty, Puffs, Charmin. But we, we talk about Charmin because it's fun to talk about butts. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's the absurdity of single-use toilet paper, right? right. I mean, you can make maybe some excuse with Kleenexes. They need it, or, you know, um, tissues. They need to be super soft or, you know, you need your, uh, your paper towels to be super absorbent. But... With toilet paper, you're literally wiping your butt with it and flushing it down the drain. Right. The tree to toilet pipeline is what we call that. Yeah. Well, a person like me, um, I'm pretty organic, try to be as um, resourceful as I can with um, renewables and recyclables. And um, I would say that my... Not everybody feels the same way as I do in my family, and they, they would probably go for the fluffy white stuff that's in pla- wrapped in plastic at Costco, right? And um, I'll bring back the, uh, the recycled toilet paper in little paper, you know, and sometimes it's single ply, and it's not as fancy or soft, but it feels right for me. And someone like me, I didn't really know about this campaign, about, um, and I feel like <laughs> activists that listen to our show, they will now know th- what you guys are doing and how destructive um, – that product is, and I think it's going to reverberate. Just like you said, all this work that we're doing is connecting. Because um, in Grassroot Ohio, we talk with folks working in environmental issues, social justice, um, economic justice, um, LGBTQ justice, basically all co- forms of justice. And and people are um, connecting mm-hmm. and supporting. And so, you know, now people will know about this group, um, this your your efforts down in Cincinnati, and um, hopefully we can share your icons and share your images and s- the message to get around. Yes, absolutely, and, and we are so grateful to be here. I did want to point out um, that you know we do have these um, toilet paper sustainability scorecards, um, and it lists some of the um, the best practices and the worst of course Sherman gets an F from us but I um I also wanted to reiterate that like we are not calling for a boycott on Sherman necessarily mm-hmm. um you know if people feel like you know it it feels better to use um more sustain- sustainably sourced um paper products great do it absolutely but um, you know, we are also not putting the pressure on the consumers. Um, it is not our responsibility. We did not create this mess. Um, just like, you know, we drove a car to get here. Um, we're not boycotting the, you know, oil and gas. We, we use these things because that's what's been provided to us. And so our job is to 
um, hold these corporations um, and that industry accountable and push them push them out. Um, and we're really focusing on um, you know looking at reinvestment um, and and doing doing things uh, just doing everything differently. Um, so I I did you know at the end of the day there's no ethical consumption under capitalism we all know that um so you know we're we're not telling people you can't you know we're not telling people what you can and can't buy at the store um but but join us in our fight uh to put pressure on corporations like Procter and Gamble um to push them to do the right thing mm. yeah Drew yeah and i think i mean climate anxiety climate grief is something that you know I think this generation is really marked by, you know, uh, I am a, I'm a 21 year old activist. There are many student activists, even younger than I, but seeing our future kind of in the hands of these giant corporations is, is quite terrifying. And something that, you know, our economic system uh, kind of convinces us of is that it's on us as individuals to kind of solve these issues. But something I realized recently is that we can either all you know feel individually anxious about every little thing we buy whether it's sustainable or not which heck if you want to feel anxious anxious all the time go ahead you can either do that or build collective power build solidarity to try to push major cultural institutions to make changes themselves change things they should have done in the first place well like even greta thunberg um, to what is a hundred hundred corporations are creating the the bulk of the carbon output, and they are the biggest offenders. And so, what you're doing is you are you are looking at the offenders and you are targeting them and trying to create change through the offenders, which I think is one of the major legs of change. You know, as well as direct action, well, as well as um, political action and and policy and all that that kind of different kinds of action and i i have um direct action is near and dear to my heart what you're doing you also you're combining direct action with corporate action you know because you're you're raising awareness because of your theatrical theatricality so i just wanted to ask quickly who came up with all these fun ideas? Because honestly, it does get attention, and um, and people need to laugh right now. Things are tough and grim, and it's it's nice when you can see people using these um, creative ways. Yes, um, so uh, that is Stan's um, brand. That is a hundred percent what what Stan does is um, you know really capitalize on the human emotion um and and <clears throat> yeah like you said i mean we're all really feeling the pressure things are things are really hot <laughs> right now um and yeah we need we need to be able to get that message across but but do it in a way that um that people can really receive and people do that through humor um oftentimes uh i will be up in the middle of the night, it'd be 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, for Halloween, we should definitely have uh, a bunch of tombstones and a Grim Reaper with the Charmin logo and uh, do a mock funeral or, a, I don't know, a goth crying, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we um, and it's great because 
I'll I'll come up with some of these ideas, and my my teammates back on the West Coast will come up with some of these ideas, and we get on these conference calls together and just like create, and it's beautiful, um, you know, and and a, a lot of the things that uh, has you know the missing elements that uh, we haven't seen for a while in Cincinnati. Uh, it's been really fun to bring that to bring that back here. And Can you um, let our listeners know how to reach out to you guys? Sure. We have a uh, Facebook page, uh, Stop Flushing Our Forests. Charmin. Charmin, Stop, Stop Flushing Our Forests. Okay. And... And then they can also find out information from stand. Correct. Dot earth. Yep. Go straight on to um, stand.earth uh, and go under the um, issue with tissue. Uh, there's some fun videos. Uh, we just uh, uploaded the videos from the Santa action um, on there. And then there's uh, tons of uh, reports uh, through stand and the NRDC. There's an executive summary. You can read it all about it. Um, and also be entertained. What kind of help do you need from listeners? Mm. If you want to drive to Cincinnati for our actions, uh, stay up to date through our Facebook page. And heck, we need people, if anything. Definitely. We definitely need people. Um, and, you know, we, we're we building a movement again. So, like, you know, we have... In March, we'll be doing a um, mass action training, like a day camp. Um, we don't have the date yet, uh, but that will certainly be updated as we move forward. Um, and that'll be on our on our um, Facebook page. Um, but that that training camp um, will be like, how do we talk about security culture? How do we do a street medic? How do we um, how do we talk to the media? How do we do tree sits and blockades and all of the things like you know the things that are necessary at the at the point that we're at um and you know that'll be uh, that'll be a big coalition effort um through you know sierra club poor people's campaign um black lives matter which is uh in cincinnati mass action for black liberation um uh, the Greater Cincinnati Native American Coalition uh, and tons of other groups just, um, you know, coming together to really get it tight um, and then build from there to a mass action in April around uh, Earth Day. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Okay. One more time. Real clear. What's your Facebook name? Charmin Stop Flushing Our Forest. Charmin Stop Flushing Our Forest. For a singular, singular, plural. 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 Okay, and that so that camp, do people need to sign up for that? And you don't have a date yet. We don't have a date yet. Um, it'll be in March. Yeah. And it's a, it'll be a training, so folks may come from all over the place, and um, you guys can help folks figure out where to stay, and they can... Or they can be big boys and girls and figure that out on their own, huh? <laughs> Sleep over at my house. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's solidarity. We're all here for each other. Mm -hmm. If you need a place, just reach out. But, you know, more information to come on that training. Okay, yeah. great. Um, and one more thing. I I, I noticed that the, the indigenous um, nations in the boreal forest are um, really suffering from this. Um, and that you have the tie-in from the um, Standing Rock. So... Um, and right now with the um, what's going on cop in Spain you know in the indigenous risings I really I really believe like you do that what happened in um, Dakota access pipeline or standing rock has reverberated around the world and has, has given confidence and strength in indigenous um, fighting for our 
our earth. And um, I just really appreciate that connection and appreciate your efforts, spending six months helping in, and being part of it. Um, and, and it's continuing. And um, so our time is almost up. I just want to thank you so much for being here and for doing this. And we're going to get all the information out and share these images on our Facebook page. And um, thanks again. Fantastic. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Grassroot Ohio, 94.1 FM, WGRN.org. We air Friday nights at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can listen to all our previous shows archived on the top post of our Grassroot Ohio Facebook page. There's a time to listen and learn, a time to organize and strategize, and a time to stand up, fight back.